This is the Sprockies. It's our annual end of year movie award and sometimes TV. It's Hollywood's show. biggest night. It's Hollywood's biggest night and TV's biggest night. And um, Carly, as we said last week on our uh, weekly movie podcast, <laughs> Pillows on the Windows, we love movies. Yes. And we've and watched TV. so many movies. And boy, this year felt like it went on forever. And now we're here to talk about it forever. Michael. Hello. I don't know what this voice is I'm doing. I'm just very tired. And we're going to talk. We're going to talk about movies. And we have some categories. And we're going to. It's not like the Oscars where they have a giant list of movies that may be awarded a nomination. And then weeks later, you find out who won. We're just going to go through it and tell you who the winner is. That seems acceptable, right, Michael? I, I don't want to make you mad, so I'm going to say yes. It <laughs> makes you happy. This is going to be a very Cheryl Crow-heavy show this yeah. year, I think. Um, she's uh, She's been in the news a lot, and let's jump in. Best use of Cheryl Crow in a movie or limited event series. The, uh, Carly, please explain the um, eligibility requirements for the Sprockies. Go. Absolutely. Well, I think, okay, no, first I'll explain it. So basically, could the, you know, many people in America see this movie in 2022 or this show in 2022? The many people, yes. And so not just things that like, it has to be like a wide release or put on a streamer or whatever in 2022. Right. And then the secondary comment I'll add there is this year was way better about this, I thought. Like, a, okay. there, normally we arrive at this moment and there's like a 10 enormous movies I'm so excited about that I can't talk about because they haven't been released wide yet. I feel like things have evened out a little bit and things are more accessible now than they were for the last couple of years. I'll agree with that, I guess. Maybe. Oh. I... Hmm. Mm. I think the 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 sort of the way that that streaming's proliferated has made it a little more difficult, and only that yeah. everything lands on like one of five or six exclusive streaming platforms, and there's no conceivable way to like afford all of them and be able to be up on all of them. Yeah, it is like financially inaccessible, but theoretically yeah. <laughs> like available somewhere. I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Carly. Yeah. Regarding eligibility, we should point out that movies from the future are not eligible, right? <laughs> what does that mean? Like movies from 2024, not part of this list, right? That's true. There were a and couple, there are a couple that were sort of on the line of 2022, like movies, Megan. Yeah. I don't think Megan no, counted, that came so I didn't include 2023, it. 2023, though. Okay. Right? I think so. I don't know when the like actual wide release date was, but I'd rather just save that one for next year. Anywho. Okay. And like Shawshank Redemption's too old, right? That's not. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay. Just making sure. And that means it's time to jump into our first category. Woo. Mr. Bruce presents best animal. Can I a, a note, a quick note? Oh my God. Yes. Well, normally you just read the full list of movies, which Is I don't know if it's ever a great idea. But <laughs> normally you do read the full list at the top. I like reading the full list. Are you going to take away my one source of joy? In no, this I'm saying go for it. Do it. Oh, what was your note? Well, normally before we even get into categories, you say 
after Yang, after Sun Ambulance, Armageddon, Time Babylon, Barbarian, Bodies, 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 Bones, and All, Bros, etc. Oh, really? I'm not going to do that. I'll <laughs> yeah, do that for the... I don't remember that. Is that a thing? I think so. I'm almost certain because most of the the other years I'm like, why are you doing this? No, no, no. I do that for the... can uh, you sing me a song that starts with After Yang and ends with... Looks like hatching. Hatching. Ends with hatching. After Yang, after sun, ambulance, Armageddon time, and that's just the age. Yeah. I was feeling it. Yeah. Thank you. I'll continue the song as we go along. But for now, we're doing Best Animal. And the nominees are <coughs> Drive My Car Ending Dog. Carly, who do you think the winner is? <laughs> Turning Red, Red Panda. Deep Water. Snails. What is Deep Water? That's the Anand Armas Ben Affleck. He keeps his snails in the That shed. was this year? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, Pupper in Shades, The House, The Developer, The House, Rosa, Ambulance, Nitro. Carly, am I pronouncing that correctly? Ambulance? Ambulance. Okay. <laughs> Everything that, everywhere. Really quickly, is that the actual name of the movie? Is like yeah, it's it so. really capital L A. I think it is because it takes place in Los Angeles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once, Raccoon. Gordy from Nope. The Donkeys from Navalny. Uh, sorry? Yep. I'm not apologizing. I'm asking for the pronunciation of the prey dog. I thought it was sorry. Yeah, I think that's sorry. right. Okay. Yeah, sounds right. Chick Minion from Minions. That is a chicken, not a female minion, of which there are none. Uh... There's no Smurfette minion, Michael. I, I wouldn't go about immediately assuming the gender of the minions just yet. And that's that. <laughs> okay, and we're wiping our hands of that issue. <laughs> Jenny the donkey, the miniature donkey from Banshees of Inisherin. The tardigrade from Wendell and Wild. The airdropped German shepherds from White Noise. <laughs> the pet monkey from the Fablemans. It's Benny, isn't it? Isn't it named after Seth Rogen? Yeah, they named it after Seth Rogen's character. That's awesome. <laughs> Which makes it funnier. But anyway. And Louis? 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 The dog from the Eternal Daughter, which is not a thing anyone's ever heard of, but thanks for adding it, Carly. There's a lot of Eternal Daughter noms as of this morning. No one knows what that is. <laughs> oh, is Carly. that the, uh, that's not the, what's her name, Joanna Hogue? Or? Yeah, Joanna Hogue. Ah, okay. And it's okay. a, I didn't realize this till after, but it's like a spiritual successor to the souvenir duo where oh, Tilda Swinton Tilda Swinton is playing both the older version of the main character in the souvenir as well as the older version of her mom which she also plays in the souvenir hmm. yeah you're cool. just gonna shove like the that. souvenir in this every year aren't you I should it's really good both of them are really good let's talk about best animal okay okay what are our what are our strongest contenders here? And what is the uh, delineation here? What do you mean by delineation? Is it okay that the red panda from Turning Red, which is a CGI person, is on the same list as... Wait, where's Dog Dog? Hold on. 
<laughs> um, you didn't put dog dog here. That's not on us. Okay. The dog dog is on here now. We did our job. Uh, the dog dog was not originally on here, folks. Someone is stacking the dog, deck. Dog dog. I'm not going to say who is stacking the deck, but somebody is stacking the deck. The dog dog is now on the list. Thank you. Um, I mean, yeah, you guys know my opinion on this. This should only be real animals. There are no real animals in show business, baby. That's not true. Jenny the miniature donkey is real. Okay. Real dead. No, she's uh, retired. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she retired to the farm upstate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So should we just cut all anthropomorphic animal people from this list? How about one and one? Like one real animal, one fake animal. To cut or to keep? To so, award. Okay, so are we no, cutting no, out no. all animated animals, or are we just cutting out the ones that are anthropomorphic people, or like literally oh people God. animals? <laughs> I, yeah, I, that... I, I understand this rule, and I think it's okay then to get rid of the red panda, but then we get into territory with like... Half this list is gone if we do that. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, the airdrop German shepherds aren't even in white noise as anything more than like a a, a bit, but also a rumor. <laughs> I just liked it. I thought it was really funny. So. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I can just say my top choices are Jenny snails, the miniature snails, donkey snails, snails, and the snails. snails. Yeah, snails, snails is number one, but donkey is more snails. realistic. What are the snails? <laughs> so during the entirety of Deep Water, which is like an erotic thriller, so the entire time you're like, what's <laughs> going to go on here? They keep just showing Ben Affleck going to a shed and like hanging out with his snails and he talks about his snails so then you think he's gonna like poison someone with his snail juice and it's just nothing he just has snails that's it he's got like a vape den but the vape is snails <laughs> exactly it's really okay. awesome like yeah. i'm imagining do you do you remember those butterfly houses they used to have yes. at, like, museums and stuff is it like that but snails just about but they're like live snails yeah okay in an, in an, a, uh, an erotic thriller. Yeah, and then I think at one point Anadarmus's character threatens to like cook them as escargot. Ooh. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> God, the snails are a strong compend- competitor. Yeah. Um, I would say the other strong contenders for me, the Navalny donkeys. Mm-hmm. Very cute. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, I think Jenny the miniature donkey, dude. Yeah, she's good. Okay, can I can I share my top three slash four? Hit me. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but uh, I really like the raccoon voiced by Randy Newman. That's the the ratatouille joke and everything everywhere mm-hmm. all at once. Mm-hmm. 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 I like Gordy and Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also really like Jenny the miniature donkey. And I like Sari from Prey. Sari's a okay. good dog. Yeah, Sorry yeah, is yeah, a great yeah. pupper. We should say Nitro as well has an honorable mention. I don't think Absolutely. he deserves to win, but he's actually Michael Bay's dog, which is awesome. He cast his, his own dog? Time. That's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Big dog. <laughs> what kind Huge. of dog is he? What what is what is Nitro? It's what's it called? It's like the biggest dog ever. Um, a German uh Great Dane? No. Mastiff? Mastiff, yep. Yeah. Nitro rips. 217 pound Mastiff. That's like one and seven eighths Tucker. (laughs) He's also apparently in Pearl Harbor. 
Wow, that's a long living dog. Yeah, it must be different, different nitros. Oh, (laughs) oh, that's depressing. Uh, I think Jenny has an impact on the film and is like a key component beyond just being really cute. Yeah, thoughts. Well, you could say the same about Dog from Dog. That's true. That's true, and that's (laughs) why Dog is a strong contender. Uh, I think to a degree, Gordy, maybe. Eh. Mm -hmm. To a degree, the raccoon, maybe. Uh, To a degree... Chick Minion. The Chick 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 Minion's not a small deal. No. It like does Kung Fu flips or something. Because for some reason, it's also like dressed like like Bruce Lee, I think, at one point. <laughs> it's true. Well, we can't award minions every single award. So let's maybe, okay. let's cool it with the minions in this category. I mean, it sounds Mr. to me like there's a, clear, there's a clear consensus winner. Yeah. Here. Jenny or the snails? Because I think they're both. <laughs> I've got nothing on the snails here. But I okay. did see Banshees and I did think Jenny was adorable and had a bear yeah. plot. It's it's Jenny's award. This is her biggest night. <laughs> Jenny's biggest night. Okay. Jenny, your, your award will be in the mail. Yes. Did the donkey from Banshees of Inishirin win best animal? <laughs> Did the the Banshee uh the donkey from Banshees of Inishirin? Oh yeah. That was <laughs> yes. Okay, there you go. We're good. Woo! We're awarding that best animal. I think that's a good call. We're good. We're good. Can I um, add another note? Carly, all so you've normally, done is add notes. How normally about we subtract when, a note? Normally when we do this, we have a thing that's like best or theme of the year, which he replaced, which I think is good. But okay. I did want to point out it was the year of donkeys between Jenny the Miniature Donkey um, the donkeys in Navalny, and also EO, which is an entire movie about donkeys. None of us saw EO, though. I didn't see EO, yeah. But you're the donkey. I'm glad someone brought up EO. Yeah. So. It looks really sweet. Yeah, I've, I've heard things, yeah. I think. <laughs> it's a narrative feature, which is interesting. Not a doc. We're just talking about movies none of us have seen. I, I don't understand. <laughs> we need to move on. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Best vibe. Ooh. Mm. Tame Impala starts playing as I list the nominees. Okay. Really quickly, can we define what we mean by best vibe here? It's like, no. Carly, <laughs> you enjoy... Uh, disassociating what what would you describe the best vibe as i would put like when i'm adding something best vibe it's because like the overall feeling of the movie is a powerful component of it like there are some movies i like a lot like (laughs) huh Navalny, that does not oh, okay. have a vibe. <laughs> okay, I thought you but were the like movies that, communication. Okay, the movies on this list to just carry a feeling through their setting and characters and cinematography and music, etc. That permeates. Okay, it's okay. like if Nicholas Winding Refn was, you know, <laughs> Jesus. 
the NWR Award for Best Vibe. Mm-hmm. Neon Lighting. Mm-hmm. You know, Chungking Express. Synthesizers. Yeah. Dreamy. Yeah. Dreamy. Mm. Okay, so my understanding of this was like at a scene level instead of like a movie level. So we could probably nix the two at the top. <laughs> uh those two being the twin sigs from drive my car which also feels crazy that they is not eligible for this year but yeah i'm not arguing yeah. it just feels crazy and uh pupper and shades from silent hedgehog i don't think we need to cut those necessarily i would say drive my car as a movie has a great vibe i think drive my oh, car as a whole yeah yeah matching what you are describing in my mind the first thing that comes up is drive my car yeah the whole movie, but the sure. the scene where they they have like the the cigarette stuck out of the sunroof was like ooh, there was a feeling. I got there. my seeds out the sunroof. It's a good vibe. Okay, <laughs> I love good vibes. I love good vibes. Well, what's our think, list? Oh, can someone else read these, please? <clears throat> <laughs> Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Best vibe. I'm so tired. The Sprockies for best vibe are the, the the contenders are Drive My Car, Woo! Sonic the Hedgehog Two, <laughs> namely the Pupper and Shades, Woo! the Batman, Petite Maman, Jackass Forever Dash Four Point Five. Are these two different movies, or is this the same yes. movie? Like Four Point Five. It's the same, movies? but it's different. It's like the extra footage. It's like Pokemon okay. Blue and Red. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Top Gun, Maverick, Fire Island, RRR, Decision to Leave, Fire of Love, <laughs> Bones <laughs> and All, Bodies to the Third Power. Yeah. An Ambulance. Lance. <laughs> Do we it's have any late additions? I feel pretty good. Yeah, I okay. feel pretty good about okay. it too. Okay. <laughs> it's interesting because the Batman has a vibe, but it's completely opposite of like Top Gun Maverick, you know, which also has a vibe. Yeah. I don't know what's, if Top Gun has that much of a vibe. Besides it, like the beach <sighs> scene. Well, it, Yeah. It's it has a, a sad like vibe. Yeah, I think there's like a. How do I word this? There's it to me. There is a vibe, and it's a little nostalgic, but also, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. So much of it feels kind of like sun baked to a degree. You mm-hmm. get a lot of that, like that that like sunset lighting going on through so much of this movie, even in like scenes set in the morning, in the middle of the day, things are a little like yellow, not quite, (laughs) not at that level of like Netflix series set in the middle East yellow, but like that really like, like things are golden. It's a golden. I totally agree with you, Michael. I'm 100% on board with what you're saying. But I I think there's enough like cuts of when they're in like airplanes and stuff that is just totally not that, that I don't know. The consistency isn't entirely there. Uh, I think it kind of is, but yeah, okay. That would I think be it's my. A there's if like. I had to, oh, sorry. Honestly, I, maybe the vibe is kind of cowboyish too. Okay. Okay. Like, 
Is that your call sign? This is me. Yeah, cow- <laughs> cowboyish. Cowboyish. No, this, this is this cowboy-ish. is me thinking out loud right now. So feel free to tell me to shut the hell up. But um, a lot of it feels like we're cutting in sort of token images of like two degree, almost two degree, like westerns in a way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they, it, it's the Top Gun series have always kind of portrayed its its pilots as cowboys in some respect. Cowboy, um, and now we're in like we're in the snowy mountains, or we're out in the desert, or something, and and or space, or space, yeah, space, space cowboy, space cowboys. Ooh. I don't know, just like it. I think there is a vibe to the whole shebang, <laughs> and I don't really know Wait, how else no, to we're... go beyond that. It is also like a fun. I, I don't know. <laughs> like uh, most movies can't get away with being like uh, we love America sort of thing. I feel like they do it and it's OK. Like it's OK to have Tom Cruise just be like our America man guiding us through. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a little more complicated than that. But yeah. Yeah. Like, I, okay, like, I- so, like there's a, there's this part of it where, yeah, obviously uh, one of the hooks are fighter jets. American fighter jets are pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these cool dudes flying fighter jets for America. But it seems Against like an unnamed a- enemy country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it is like at the same time, I do think there's a little bit of cynicism there. Just between the way that sort of the, the chain of command is portrayed this entire movie. Like whether it's John Hamm being like, it's okay if they don't come back because we have to have this thing ready hard. Like, like the entire time he's like trying to set it up, set up their final mission in a way where they, it's, it's okay if people don't come back, which is what Maverick is kind of fighting with him for through much of the movie. And then also there's that initial scene where Maverick is pushing the space jet to like Mach 10 or whatever. No one's done Mach 10. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. After being told no repeatedly and then almost getting kicked out of the Navy and stuff. It feels like there's a little bit of cynicism about that kind of stuff. It's obviously not like, you know, America bad question mark kind of stuff, but I don't think it's totally glowing. Yeah. And it's also this one especially feels way more fake when it comes to sort of the the military stuff than even the first one. So. Yeah, I felt like they were sort of or like very purposefully distancing from that in certain ways so that yeah. you just would not have to think about it, basically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I happen to love America, so we are going <laughs> to. Um, I'll tell you what I think the winner is. Hmm. Bones and all. Yeah, I would agree. Or Petite Mama or Ambulance <sighs> would be my top picks. But those are movies, whereas Bones and All is just a vibe that lasts for a while and then that's it. Yeah, I think it is a like, a, speaking of America, I think it is a like a beautiful movie about mm-hmm. like the Midwest mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, he maybe by being an outsider or something, I think he shoots it extremely well and like seems to get the vibe and carries that throughout the entire movie and has Sully. Right. <laughs> Mark Rylance is my theme of 2022. Yeah, he freaking rips. He's so oh good. God. His yeah. hat. His yeah. hat is a vibe. His, what is it called? Rat tail? Also yeah. a vibe. <laughs> yep. I just want to 
crack that thing like a whip. Oh, God. <laughs> and a uh, uh, New Order soundtrack on the soundtrack. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Owns it all for me. That's pretty good. Fatima Man is... Uh, I feel like that's a, a case of the vibe coming just from how it's like an IFC film. I know it's not actually an <laughs> IFC film, but it's just like our vibe is IFC film. Yeah. That's fine. I think it's probably easier to create a noticeable vibe when, well, actually that one is, well, they're sort of purposely doing it outside of time, right? Like you can't tell when things are taking place. Sure. But I think overall it's easier to achieve this feeling when it's like it it doesn't feel entirely modern. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this could have been shot on film. Yeah. Which is kind of also not in the same way, but that is also sort of Top Gun where it's like it is probably 2020 or something. But also parts of it feel like uh, the 90s or 80s or whatever. And it's wonderful. Yeah. Time is eating itself. Michael, what are you feeling besides Top Gun? Uh, I didn't see Bones and All, so I can't really comment on Bones and All. Okay. But New Order on the soundtrack is a pretty convincing argument. Picture um, like a Chainsmokers music video, but for like <laughs> two and a half hours, dude. Okay, you're losing me here. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, most damning way to sell that movie. Like Horrible. That. Oh, Jesus. Okay. okay. I mean, for me, I think the answer is, is like... Somewhere between Drive My Car, Petite Maman, sure. or Fire of Love. Fire of Love is pretty convincing. Between sort of like the the red, like the reds of the lava with the blue Ooh. skies and Ooh. And, and and the narration, I, I think. Yeah, I thought the narration was really good too. Yeah, it'd be, and their cute out. outfits. Mm-hmm. They have wonderful mm-hmm. fits. Mm-hmm. Him in a boat. Him uh, <laughs> acid boat. Yeah. <laughs> acid. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd be happy with the Fire of Love one. I don't think I would be. Ugh. I love Fire of Love. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it wins in this category. I think Drive My Car is a much stronger contender if we're going for like something we've all seen type of thing. Yeah. yeah. I would also throw out RRR, but I'm the only one who saw it. So Sorry, There's um, time before the canonical t- talks. Okay. Drive My Car would be probably the top of my list, though. As far as this like minimalistic, quiet, understated tone that kind of lasts for a full three hours. It looked like how a Mirakami, a good Mirakami story feels. So. Yeah, that entire first scene where it's like, what is it? It's like her reading the short story or something or talking about the short story. Incredible. Uh, Yeah. I'm going to add another nominee. (laughs) Okay. Just ah, on the floor. Oh, that's a pretty good pick. I yeah. think dri- Drive My Car does that more for me than... So Tucker has added After Yang to, <clears throat> to the, the competition here. I like movies about memory, and I thought the way it handled looking at memory was really interesting, and the memories were cool, <laughs> and then it went into his memories and the memories of Yang. Yeah. I also liked how they portrayed a future that wasn't either dystopic or utopian. Yeah. It was just a lot of ramen going on and like. Yeah. A little bit of ramen. Tea. 
there's like a vague reference to some kind of big war with China or something in the background. But the end result is that Colin Colin Farrell is very Irish, but he likes tea. Yeah. Yeah, but Mitski, I don't know. It's kind of not kind of. How dare you? The moment that Mitski started playing and Haley Lou was at the concert or whatever was like the best moment in movies for me. That sounds like a best vibe to me. I think we have our winner. <laughs> I have the still, nicest looking house. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's really I think nice. I would take drive my car over after Yang. I think I would too. Yeah. Same. Is drive my car our best vibe? It's, it's such a natural pick for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Okay. Woo. Drive my car. Okay. Beep, beep. I want to do a, yeah. I feel like we usually do some of the more goofier cats the first time. And then the second time we do some more serious ones, but we can do maybe, uh, um, let's see. I do not have it in me to rank like, movies from least to most procedure. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> What's up? It feels like all of the serious quote unquote serious categories this year. I kind of bloated. I think so. Let's maybe tackle just a couple of them, and so we won't have to lose sleep about it. Okay. Let's do best soundtrack. Ooh. Ooh. I was thinking about this one earlier. Mm -mm. The nominees are, I don't even know. (sighs) Michael, please read, because I don't even know what the second one is. We're all going to the world's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yes, of course. Wag to 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 Okay, am I reading this or are you reading this, Tucker? And now, to present the nominees for Best Soundtrack, Michael. <clears throat> Hello. The nominees for Best Soundtrack are Drive My Car, Wag to Tewurf, mm-hmm. We're All Going to the World's Fair, mm. The Northman, Top Gun Maverick, RRR, The Worst Person in the World, <laughs> Wendell and Wild, Stars at Noon, After Sun, Bones and all, Petit Maman, Barbarian, After Yang, The Fablemans, The Banshees of Inisherin, and Elvis. That's a great list, I think. It's a crazy yeah. list. Hmm. Car, where are you coming at this list from? What angle? Um, I really like the, I would go like Bones and All, After Sun, mm-hmm. Stars at Noon, or like my top three hall in the middle there. But okay. I think I'm the only one who's seen two of those. Truth. I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Bones and All is exactly what you would expect it to be, I feel like. Yeah. But not in a bad way. Actually, very good. Is that Atticus in Trent? It is. Wow. Traticus. Traticus. Back at it again. Doing the same thing they always do. And then they turn it into Old Town Road or whatever. But (laughs) God bless them. Uh, I have a a left field favorite, if I may. Mm -hmm. You may. The Fablemans. Really? John Williams, right? Because. Sure. Okay. Uh. Just the way that they use the mother's piano playing Hmm. throughout the film and how that kind of goes away in the second half as the, like, I feel like it's such a great uh, incorporation of the soundtrack into the narrative and into the drama and the, the character of the mother 
as the movie goes on. I just thought it worked super well. I'd agree with you, but there's that part where she's playing the piano, but her nails are too long and oh it's just my all clicky God. clacky. Clickety clacks. Click, click, clack, clack. Better make out with Seth Rogen in front of my children. Spoiler <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> alert. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I love the favorite ones. I also liked Bones and All. Yeah. Hmm. Those are my two favorites, probably. Michael, what are you feeling? I am actually feeling RRR, which obviously mm-hmm. doesn't matter because... I'm sorry, it. Michael. Um, we won't do any more categories with that movie in it today. After Yang, okay. Uh, Banshees of Inisherin, but I'm I'm really mm. I have a really big soft spot for Irish folk songs. And that's a great one, though. Petite Dang. Maman was pretty high on my list, especially the last track where they're just kind of they're boating to a pyramid in the middle of the water oh, for some that's reason. Right. And this is really big, like synthesizer heavy Oof. swelling song. And there's like a choir with it too. It's the only time this year I think I heard a song and immediately tried to like chase it down. Siri, and, what is this? Shazam, 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 Shazam. <laughs> no, um, and then my other pick is Wendell and Wild. Ooh. Because it's just like it's what X-ray specs. Death, living oh, yeah, color. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just this really gnarly and cool soundtrack. Yeah. Like if someone sat me down and it like like I don't know if there was like a soundtrack on this list the way I would see like wow this person has cool taste in music or something. It's the characters from Wendell and Wild because they're throwing around all these cool like eighties punk songs and and like funk rock and stuff. Hell yeah. That's where Pretty I'm at. Good. I don't know. I was kind of let down by Drive My Car. Yeah, it's hmm. not. Yeah. It's like cafe <laughs> piano or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's like. Anyway. It's pretty. I'm sorry to say it, but uh, I don't think RRR stars at noon or after sun. It feels weird that we can't award them because we don't have enough representation as far as viewership, Carly and Michael. I'll take I'll take every opportunity I can during this to say that everyone should watch Stars at Noon, and it's insane that people don't like that movie. Carly, people don't like I that movie. I think you're on the wrong side of history, Carly. I'm not on the wrong side of history, and <laughs> it, it'll come up again in best scene. But there, the, which one? Is, wait, which one is Stars at Noon? Is that the one where they're in like Central America? Yes. Is that a Denis? It's a Claire Denis, and there's Claire a Denis. scene. So the like a titular scene is with a song. I don't know if it's called "Stars at Noon" or if that's just a prominent lyric, but it's very similar or similar vibe to the Bo Travai ending where the dude's dancing. It's just like, like these two like guy. yes. It's Margaret Qualley and Joe Alwyn just like dancing lazily in a like very empty club at night to this song. And it's really, really, really nice. Sounds like I've seen it before in a Nicholas Winding Refn movie. Oh, hmm. God. That's <laughs> no, horrible. You see, the vibe contest was the last one. Oh, sorry. Uh, don't do this to Claire Denis. It's unfair. Um. Yeah, I guess. I, so I haven't seen Fablemans. It sounds like a compelling argument. You haven't? No. Oh, I'm I sorry. Know. It just feels like such a... I spoiled ugh. that there was a mother in it. Uh, <laughs> There's crap. also a monkey. There's a monkey in it, if you would even believe. Uh, I can't believe. 
We've all seen Banshees, no? Yeah, I don't I even so. remember that soundtrack, though. Really. Oh, it's so good. It's yeah. really good, yeah. It's very repetitive, but in a way, because the movie is repetitive. Yeah. I don't know. It, it really worked for me, the soundtrack. Very sad. Very, yeah. like, you just feel like bad things are constantly going to happen in that movie. And they do. It's yeah. great. They sure do. And then there's also, like, interspersed with that, you've got the moments of, like, performance and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Those are all good too, including the one where he's got like a bloody knuckle and he's just like, yeah, using his f- like fiddle to conduct instead or something. Yeah, yeah. metal. Yeah, That's Elvis strong. is funky. If Elvis we want is funky. Way left field. In the ghetto. <laughs> do you do you like uh, uh, do you, how how do you like your rockabilly with Doja Cat needle drops or no <laughs> insane. <laughs> It's so crazy. Baz is the best we have. He's so good. Oh, uh, I don't know about that guy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't know about that. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty funny. I don't know. Very funny. I feel uh, this. I feel the strongest personally about Wendell and Wild or Banshees. Hmm. Gonna throw that out there. Maybe after Yang, I really like the the gentle, quiet piano stuff but I'm not going to be beat up about that yeah Top Gun has the Lady Gaga song no it's a good song no 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 Top Guns also got the old Top Gun songs in there too and Mm -hmm. those are pretty freaking good pretty good I don't think that that (laughs) I don't know we can't just do the sequel has the same songs as the one you like from before (laughs) so it wins best soundtrack well, then how about Alex G doing We're All Going to the World's Fair? That was very good, but I don't think it's going to work. Yeah, that is it. that's a fun one where it's like, uh, I guess between that and the Mitski, it's like, oh, these artists that I like are now just like doing soundtracks and stuff. Get for money. Movies. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but no, I don't, I don't feel that strongly about Worst Person's soundtrack. I thought it was good. Yeah. Any uh, stomach for a Petite Maman, possibly? I don't remember it at all. I don't remember it either. This Big is the trouble. song at the end? No. No, I oh, remember that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But I don't like, uh, shoot, what is, what is it? Oh, who's that French guy who makes like shoegaze crap? <laughs> M83? Yeah. Are you Sorry, trying to just like M83? Sorry, bro. <laughs> I don't smoke cigarettes and, you know. Leave me alone. I don't know. Lame. Sorry. Uh, you take one French class in college, Tucker. Let me tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> you got black lungs and suddenly you're way into Daft Punk. Uh, I like Banshees a lot. Yeah, um, let's that's, do Banshees. That's kind of where I'm sitting. Okay. We can do Banshees. I'm good with Banshees. Whew. We're zipping through this. We got this. We got it. Hmm. I just realized Bodies, Bodies, Bodies should have also been on that list, which well, is just to say that Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is like the millionth piece of media to use uh, 212, but to really, really great effect. That song will never leave the popular consciousness. It's it always, won't. It's always hanging out in the medulla oblongata. Yeah. Wait. Okay, never. 212? Yeah, the Zelia. Right, right. Yeah. That seems right. Yeah. That seems yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
We're, n- we're yeah. not doing best needle drop, okay? That's a different <laughs> category. That actually probably should have been a category. Well, it's too late now, Glass <laughs> Onion fans. Yeah. Um, okay, let's do a big one. Let's do best actor. Jesus, Oof. okay. Ooh. This is Carly, you always get to read the names. Take okay. it away. All right. We have Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Anna Cobb in We're All Going to the World's Fair. Allison Oliver in Children Conversations with, with Friends. Okay. Um, Viggo Mortensen in Crimes of the Future. Thank you. Awesome. I'll say <laughs> right now. Uh, Kiki Palmer in Nope. No Rebecca Hall. please. Just read the list. <laughs> Rebecca Hall in Resurrection. Renat Reinsfe in Very The good. Worst Person in the World. Hidetoshi Nishijima in Drive My Car. Kate Blanchett in Tar. Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inishirin. Margaret Qualley in Stars at Noon. Tai- Tang Wei, anyone? Decision yeah, to Leave. <laughs> uh, Brian <laughs> Tyree Henry in Bullet Train. Adam Driver in White Noise. Austin Butler in Elvis. Tilda Swinton in The Eternal Daughter. Anna Diop mm. in Nanny. Rachel Sennett in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Timothy Chalamet in Bones and All. Barry Keoghan in Banshees. Theo Rossi in Emily the Criminal. Jake Gyllenhaal in Ambulance. And <sighs> Stephanie Shu in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Whew. What a list. Yes, I added like 10 of these this morning, so I'm sorry, but they're good. Mark Rylance and everything he's ever been in. Yeah. (laughs) Good job, Mark Rylance. Should we all pick like a few or something to start with? Well, let me just cross off Brian Tyree Henry from Bullet Train. Just wanted to say that he's the best part of that movie. Very good. (laughs) That seems like... The only time I ever hear anyone compliment that movie, it's Brian Tyree Henry. He's so good in it. Oh, him and the other guy. Lemon and Tangerine. Come on. (laughs) He likes Thomas the Tank Engine car. (laughs) That's good. They're on a train. Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. Uh, Go on. Uh, Okay. I'll try and do like my top four ish. I'll go Viggo Mortensen in okay. Crimes of the Future. He's so freaking good. Like, okay. I, I, and like, uh, I, that also, like, he carries the vibe in just an incredible, incredible way. And he, like, uh, I, one of my f- favorite trivia that came out this year was, like, he's sitting all the time and it works so well because he just looks weary and sad. But I guess it's also because he had like some crazy knee in- injury or something. So he just couldn't stand for most of the movie. Uh, but it just seems like a great choice. <laughs> Kiki Palmer and Nope. That's just like she's been a star forever. But it, I don't know. It, she's just so charismatic and so incredible. And I love how the movie becomes her movie. Uh, Kate Blanchett and Tar should win everything. She's the best of all time. And I'll put... And Rachel Sennett in Bodies, 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 because mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm, incredibly, mm-hmm. incredibly funny and awesome. Honorable mention, Theo Rossi and Emily the Criminal. Thank you. I was waiting for it. Yeah, he's so good. Those are my tops. Michael, what are you feeling on this list of best actor? I don't necessarily have too strong of an opinion. I guess yeah. for me, it's somewhere like 
somewhere around Michelle Yeoh and Stephanie Sue from Everything Everywhere All at Once. I really liked Kiki Palmer. Nope. I really loved Hidetoshi Nishijima and Drive My Car. He's the main character who's like perpetually sad this entire movie, but in a way that's not really overstated or or blunt. It's just kind of this perpetual like level of sadness that he's able to maintain in a way that feels believable. Um, Colin, uh, Colin Farrell and Banshees of mm-hmm. Shiren, mm-hmm. and then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Austin Butler and Elvis, which is, I really thought he did a good job at this like fictionalized kind of imaginary version of Elvis. And it's like the, to the point that I think he carried the movie. Sure. Cause so much of that movie was like a blur, but it all kind of fell back on, on his shoulders. And I thought he did a really good job considering he's playing someone who, whose image and sort of like, the popular conscious is so big and so already defined. Um, and I guess honorable mention Adam driver and white noise. Yeah. is like our, our generation's probably best actor or something. Maybe not best actor, but dudes like got range and talent and is just crazy, crazy good in white noise. Yeah. I, you guys are crazy. I thought Adam driver like blew this list away. Wow. Personally, I also liked Austin Butler quite a bit. I thought Timothy was horrible in Bones and All. He was horrible. <laughs> I don't know why he's on this list of best actors. Because I role. think he's very good. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I wasn't trying to be combative. I was just saying <laughs> I didn't care for his performance. I thought Colin Farrell was very good in Banshees. And I like uh, Anna Cobb. Yeah. We're all going to the World's Fair. Uh, that is an extremely challenging role. And she's a newcomer, I believe, to the yeah. industry. She is. She did also amazing. in Bones and All. Hmm? She's also there's in Bones and All. She's Timmy's sister. What? Yeah. Well, now I have to rewatch that movie. Yep. Dang. Is she yeah, really? She is. Yes. Eating the ice cream? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Small world. She's gonna have such a good career. It, yeah, she. You're right. Like she embodies the we're all going to the World's Fair girl incredibly, incredibly well in a way that like I really can't think of anyone else who I would put in that role. Who else could fall asleep to creepy ASMR videos in their weird shed? (laughs) Nobody. Yeah. Except Timote, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Is it Theo? Theo Rossi? He was very, very good incredibly charismatic like Mm -hmm. put him in every Mm -hmm. romance or whatever for the rest of time um yeah i think there were a lot of very good performances this year yeah i don't know that i will i feel like this is going to be a compromise category where someone's going to win that we don't we all feel good about but none of us feels great about does Mm. that sound about right maybe and his name is Colin Farrell for Banshee's of Yeah. Colin had a good year. He did he have did. a very good year. So did Mark Rylance. But Mark He's Rylance so good at furrowing name. his brow. But the inside of the eyebrows go up, so he looks extra sad. He's sad about tea. (laughs) 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 Or literally anything. He's just, he's so good at playing, like, wounded. I feel like that's his 
sweet spot. Have you seen Minority Report? I mean, come on. Come he is on. wounded with a shotgun. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh... I don't know who Kate Blanchett is. It's um, like Kate Blanchett in Tar is a vision, and again, like a, the only person in the world who could play that role, and yeah. she just I mean, she's a force of nature. Like it's like an all time great performance of like you could give me the best actor list from like the last five years, and she might take the cake for all of them. Whoa. She's just incredible. But what about Rebecca Hall and Resurrection? Also dude? pretty incredible. <laughs> She's, wow, yeah. I feel like there's another category with some Rebecca Hall representation that we'll talk about. Maybe she doesn't take this award That's necessarily. Fair. But yeah. Um, I'm fine going, Kate, if you feel that strongly about it, Car. No, it feels really weird level. having me be the only... But I like something isn't sitting right with me with uh, Colin winning it. I love Colin. I think it's great, but I I don't think it's the best one. I was joking around a little bit. I don't know if that's her. I don't feel. I feel like Kate Blanchett probably does a pretty good job. I just don't feel that strongly where I would be like fighting for anyone else, really. Like I thought Adam Driver did a fantastic job. That's a really weird movie. White noise. It's very theater kid energy where they're just <laughs> all acting, obviously, but it feels like that's the point. And it worked for me in a really good way. It felt like the good version of that movie that I really didn't like with him in it. Where Annette. he's stand. Yeah. Yep. The entire scene in White Noise where it's like the parallel, uh, what do you call it? Presentations going yes. on. That, that was, was so like, good. that was so Annette, like the beginning yeah. of Annette when he's doing the one man show. It was yep. very like that to me. And he's like huddled on the chair, like a gargoyle for some yeah. reason. Oh my <laughs> God. That, what a performance. But yeah. uh, no, I, I go Kate. I'm moving my chips over to Kate. Hmm. <laughs> I would be happy with Adam Driver, and we've all seen White Noise. I feel weird about throwing everything behind Kate, mostly because Tucker and I haven't seen Tar. I also feel like award season's rolling around, and everyone's already giving things to Kate. (laughs) We're leaders, damn it, not followers. I don't know. I feel like Kate might not win it, which is horrifying, and I shouldn't even be putting that into the universe, but I feel like there's a chance that she does not win Best Actress. Again, though, I don't feel as strongly about it as anybody as maybe you do, Car. So I don't want yeah. to like do this bleh, compromise pick where it's like, well, I guess Adam Driver continues to be a good actor in movies where he's weird and he's not a real person ever. <laughs> hmm. I, I genuinely would be happy with either Adam Driver or Kate. Hmm. That sounds like it's up to you, Michael. And my oh, I don't want to be the tiebreaker on this. Okay, you don't have uh, to be. Choose someone else. <laughs> I guess knowing sort of how everyone else sort of here feels, or I don't know exactly how everyone else here feels about everything everywhere all at once. But for me, sort of the more affecting, at least the most effective performances of the year were actually the mother and daughter from that movie. Um, mostly because I think there's a lot of as goofy and ridiculous as that film is, I think there's a lot of sort of weight behind it as far as a portrayal of like 
intergenerational trauma and sort of challenges of being an immigrant mother in, a, in another country, as well as dealing with things like depression and identity and all of these other kinds of like swirling things. And I think they both navigate it really well, especially for a movie that consistently fires on like 20 or 30 fucking cylinders at once. So that's sort of where I feel the strongest about, but I know that's not going to go anywhere. I think so as far as like compromise places go, I thought Adam Driver did really well in White Noise, especially considering how that movie was for the longest time considered like unmakeable because of how weird it is. And the fact that Adam Driver was able to kind of be this really like, I think, strong sort of focal point in a movie that really needed that. Hmm. It it worked for me really well. Um, also, I throw out there Austin Butler and Elvis for again. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to portray this insane character and actually be able to also maintain their presence in a movie that was nuts and almost incoherent and being able to provide that like an emotional core for that, let alone like a, a, a narrative core, because so much of that movie goes all over the place and it jumps in time really fast. And, and the fact they can all kind of circle back to this one the, this one character performed um, by Austin, particularly Elvis Presley of, of all people, it, it made sense. Like that, that to me is remarkable in a way. And I, and it sounds like this means we're going to get more movies with him in it. And I think that's yeah. good because if there's anything to actually take away from, from Elvis, it's that, that Austin Butler's a good actor. And also that maybe Tom Hanks is, is <laughs> soul searching, but but will Austin Butler sound like Elvis in every movie he makes from here on out? Sounds like a verbal. Hey, mama. Well, everything matters. Insane. He's uh, given us so much. Yeah. Um, so what is our what is our decision to leave here? Hmm. I guess that's another thing is I didn't list it originally, but I also really feel strongly that Tong Wei did really, really yeah. well in the decision to leave. Yeah, she's incredible. She wouldn't be in my top five if I had like a top ten list of performances this year. She'd be there. Yeah, if we were really... splitting this between like supporting and I don't know if she even is supporting, I guess. But if if that was the category and if she fit in it, I would give it to yeah. her. God, we would just argue about the semantics of that for like <laughs> yeah. 45 minutes. We can't do that. I'm uh, sorry. It is... I also kind of feel a little about giving some credence to 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 Tong Wei here because she'd been kind of sidelined from the industry for a bit. Hmm. And this was like a comeback performance in a way. And she just freaking nailed it. So I don't yeah. know if I know what this movie is, you guys. I don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about decision to leave. Did I, I see Park that? Chan-wook? I don't know. I I feel like you would remember it it came out like i don't know i think it went on movie within the last few months well you can't get movie on xbox car so i haven't freaking seen the movie (laughs) you can't you can sign up and pay him money but you can't watch the movie through your xbox and i don't have a smart tv let's move on (laughs) um i don't know what to do here yeah bombed out we're going rebecca hall resurrection the way she walked around Man, she's so good at playing madness, just like pure madness. (laughs) Yeah, 
but like stress you can't even relate to because it's coming yeah. from weird directions and you're just yeah. like sorry you're going through this yes Please intensity leave. the entire time <laughs> why are you even talking to this lady who runs the weird hotel just leave <laughs> you don't need to be here yeah hmm let's do austin butler if no, i had to choose I between really want to. okay let's do adam driver yeah mm. that i would prefer is that, that better yeah we could do better. adam driver yeah that okay works. I really, also, we can do Kate Blanchett. Like, I can overrule me, please. <laughs> Somebody just you say that lay down a year, hammer. I want a we can do Kate Blanchett. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, if 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 basically the entire sphere, like critical world, amorphous blob, the folks who write stuff on like AV Club and things, if they all agree that <laughs> Kate Blanchett. <laughs> is like throwing out one of the performances of the year with this thing or like one of the, the performances of her lifetime or whatever. You know what? It's, it's, I guess it's convincing. Yeah. It does feel weird a little bit to me, but I don't know. It seems like people seem to, to agree. Like pe- people, yeah. uh, if people look back sort of on the, the 2022 era for like great performances, it seems like that's going to become a reference point. They won't. <laughs> Here, Carl, I'll make you a deal. Yes. Let's award best actor to Kate Blanchett. <laughs> and I'll watch Terror between now and the next time we do this, possibly. Mm-hmm. And then I'll report back and say, no, we were wrong. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, can I say one thing about Margaret Qualley real quick? I should have mentioned her earlier. You probably should have mentioned her earlier, yeah. but okay. Margaret Qualley in Stars at Noon is electric. Like, okay, the charisma, my charismatic oh, yeah. group is Margaret, Kiki, Tong, and Theo. If they all made a movie together, it'd be the most fun movie of all time. She's just like walking around. She drinks like... Five thousand bottles of rum in like a I don't know, four day period or something, and it's just wearing flip flops and like saying weird shit. And hell yeah, I love her. She's so good. Hell yeah, yeah. But she didn't win. No, Kate won. Woo, Tar. For now, best yeah. actor. Um, I have three more I'd like to do, and then let's call it a night. How does that sound? That works for me. Okay, best food. This one has such a clear winner in my mind, but I'm curious if you guys feel differently. Okay. I feel like there's some is tea a food? Because I feel like the after you well, we're we're jumping the gun. We're jumping the gun. (laughs) Actually, yeah. Can we count tea here? Can we count best food? Can it be best food and or drink? Yeah. Okay, fine. Okay. Michael, please read the nominees and then add more nominees for best food. Okay, so we agreed that this is best food and drink. Yes. Whatever. The nominees for best cigarettes food are not and- food. <laughs> uh, the nominees for best food and drink are <clears throat> Turning Red for literally everything, Parallel Mothers for the Spanish potato omelet, mm-hmm. the Bob's Burgers movie for the egg burger. Decision to leave for the premium sushi lunch. Whoever put that there, that's pretty good. Um, White noise for the chili fried chicken. (laughs) The laid back camp, the movie, the campsite hot pot, and also everything else. And after Yang (laughs) tea. 
Are we, is anime food real food? I mean, it's not even count. I thought we weren't doing anime food, uh, Michael. I can tell you like the appeal of that anime, a huge part of it is the food. It's weird. It's in that, it's that Drawings kind of thing. Of so food. they put a lot of effort into animating the food and it looks good. The human brain is a wonderful thing. <laughs> Are we yeah. at, can someone add after Yang, please? I need <clears> it. I'm working on it, working on it. Please don't hurt me. I'm trying. I'm trying. I mean, what's the deal? So when we say Thank after you. Yang tea, what what tea are we looking at? Are we just talking about the tea scene or yes. the tea that they are drinking in the tea scene? Yes. I want to drink that tea. What does it smell like? Ooh. Hmm. Earthy. A wet forest. <laughs> uh, they put a lot of narrative heft behind that tea. Yeah. It's they probably the only the one tea. on this list that has like a significance to the plot or the happenings of the, mm. at least the message of the, its respective movie. That's fair. To give or to utilize a phrase from Love Island UK, I think I've discovered over the last couple of years that scenes where people talk about food gives me the ick <laughs> so that's why yeah. i didn't like pig and the menu and i like i liked after yang i did not like the tea scene the it menu. just like yeah it, i guess oh yeah, there God. could be that food on here thank you something Carly. about it like stresses me out or something i Ooh, don't know that's crazy because i feel like the polar opposite of that yeah i feel like the most grounded moments in a movie for me are oftentimes one very explicit one's very explicitly referencing like food food yeah. or music those two like are really grounding to me in a lot of ways music i like i don't know what the deal is with food stuff but it always like makes me stressed out <laughs> so, like, i don't know i i guess so to stake my position <laughs> it it it's decision to leave uh award to lose i guess the premium okay. sushi lunch looks so freaking good <laughs> it's used to i think like extremely good effect yeah and it's funny because they're like in a they're not in like a major city i don't think so it's like their premium sushi lunch still has like a, a gas station feel almost you know <laughs> yeah. but like the good version of that yeah i think i don't know it, they're in <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot made of like, you know, they're surrounded by water and stuff all the time. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I it like it, it's good because you both get to see it and like they make a point of like luxuriating in it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also like jokes later about like, oh, he didn't buy them the premium sushi lunch thing. Like, I don't know. it's great. Right. I'm also way off there, not in some kind of small town there in Busan, which is like the second oh, largest okay. city in Korea. So. Or one of the largest cities in Korea. Yeah. Second. It is the second. So I'm way off. The Either hell are way, you people talking about? I was adding things and you guys are talking about geography lessons. Bones and all the old ladies. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like it does, it does have like a weird... I don't know. Like you throw the name premium onto something and it yeah. has like a weird cheap feeling to it. Yeah. But like, Michael. Yes, hello. Thanks for mentioning that. Premium subscribers of this podcast get access to behind-the-scenes footage of us recording this podcast. Jeez. Oh, Go on. Okay. Do we want to flesh out the rest of the list here because you added a bunch? I added the tea from after night. No, you, you did. the Well, <clears throat> the cheeseburger from the menu. 
the cereal from Petit Maman. I also they also have soup. They do have and soup. cake and cake. Um, they make the crepes, old... or they try to make crepes. They try to make crepes. Oh, those cute little girls. Okay. Oh my well, god. Uh, the old lady from Bones and All. The finger <laughs> from Banshees and Sharon. <laughs> I believe it's Chinese takeout when they're like sitting in yeah, the Yeah, I think apartment. so. Yeah. yeah. That's just a good vibe in that scene. Yes. I don't care about the food so much. And the apple from men. Who eats the apple? She does. She does. Did you like men? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was all right. Uh, it's not going to win this category for best food, though. I can tell you that much. The cheeseburger in the menu. Oh, my God. Yeah. So good. Carly, I don't need your attitude about this freaking movie, dude. Mm. <laughs> can you explain? What's the cheeseburger? I feel like I've heard about it, but. It's kind of spoilery. That's not fine. really. It's he's a highfalutin chef, and at some point she's like, "Cook me a real meal," and then it's a cheeseburger. No, there's there's subtext. Carly, you're just diminishing this <laughs> this <I> menu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he makes a really good cheeseburger, and he also talks about American cheese in a way yeah. that just uh, made me love him even more. Yeah, American cheese is good. Him being Voldemort. Um, it's the only because it doesn't. What does he say? It doesn't <sighs> split or something. I could have sworn I saw yeah. like of like I saw a still from this movie though of of Anya Taylor Joy eating a burger and it was like a it looked like a freaking Big Mac or something. Well, it's yeah, like, it's like a smash burger style. Hmm. I don't know what that means. It looks really good. So, what were we gonna award this to? I don't think we know yet. Okay, yeah, I don't think we know. I like the tea and after Yang. I don't think um, fake animated food should uh, win best food because it's not real and you can't eat it. But you can't eat any of the food because it's not real. Uh oh. Oh. I mean, I could eat my finger if I tried. That's oh. true. Oh, I don't want don't. to. Don't. Oh, the chili heart. fried chicken and white noise is pretty awesome. <laughs> Just fried chicken with some sliced chilies on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like that. It's his favorite meal, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I like that. That's pretty good. It's between that and the tea from after eating for me. That's fair. If we don't so we can't do animated stuff really, we're gonna we're gonna draw that line. Well it's not real. Neither is any of this other stuff. No, it is. It's real to me. As far as you know, they're spray, they're airbrushing it behind the no. scenes like a Burger King ad. Anya Taylor Joy eats it though, and she's so happy. She's not that happy actually. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. It looks good though. Uh, Tell me about Laid Back Camp, the movie Campsite Hot Pot. No, no, no. I'm thinking about Turning Red. There's a bowl of ramen that's really stuck mm. in my mind since I've seen it. <sighs> Big old bowl of noodles. We're going to break. I don't know. Uh, I guess I, the one I feel the strongest about now is maybe the uh, the tea from After Yang. But premium sushi lunch is pretty good. There's a pretty good case there. And chili fried chicken's pretty funny. I think it's pretty good. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of colored by my... Uh, Misophonia, which means it was impossible for me to watch Petite Maman and not want to claw my ears off because of how she's like. <laughs> Kids be eating loud. Kids be eating loud. Food is good, but food is food becomes not good when people eat it, which is <laughs> kind of the contradiction at the heart of all of this, right? You know what's a quiet eat? 
premium sushi. <laughs> Quiet forward. I mean, it's got a bit of a crunch to it if you really, really, really want to get technical. Yeah. Here, but, uh, it hmm. is really funny when they bring up the fact that he never bought anyone else yeah. premium sushi. <laughs> That's pretty good. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I feel like it should win because you've talked about it and not in a joking way the way I've talked about every other. Okay. Number. So, so somewhere in there's, there's a, there's like a, a, a murder thing going on, a murder case going on. And <laughs> okay. uh, yeah. he brings in this woman. Um, what was his, I forget. As you do. I forget the details, but, but he's, he's smitten for her, you know, sure. it's mm. pretty heavily implied at this point. He's smitten for her. So when well, they used to buy like sushi and stuff for, for lunch in between interrogations and things, he brings in the premium sushi. Oh my God. And they do like a, like, he's like unboxing it. Like there's like a yeah. special box and they're sliding it out. And oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really? so good. I want sushi. I think that should win because yeah. I can see it in my mind. And I want to eat it. No, yeah, I don't. I'm, I don't okay. I'm okay with the I don't yeah. know, I'm okay with the premium oh, box lunch sushi. All right, we're going with it. Okay. Awesome. Woo. I thought it was gonna be the egg burger from Bob's Burgers movie, but I guess it was uh have you, ever, have you ever had a fried egg on a burger, Tucker? It's every good. single freaking time, Michael. Now with Where these prices. Yeah, yeah true that gf uh <laughs> we're gonna do uh year of the mom or donkeys. hell yeah uh so this was originally okay, what is yes going on here oh you're well, gonna explain what's going on here okay this was a this is the scaffolding is still up around this category <laughs> uh this category was like Notre Dame, and then there was a fire and they're still rebuilding it's fine. This was originally best dad, but then, zoom tight. But then, it became year of the mom, best mom, best mom, or just year of the mom award. Carly, year of the mom, but we're gonna pick the best mommy. The best mommy, yeah. That's because I feel like half of the nominees on here are terrible mothers, but that's fine. Yeah, but they can be bad in a good way. Sure. Not the um, best. Not the mom I want. The best mom in a movie. We already have the mom we'd want. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Michael, what? So we're not going by who is a good mother. We're going by what? What best, is? It? How about how about best use of mom in a movie? No, I don't want to use moms. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get through mom them of the year. We're like just doing whole... mom of the year. Mom, mom of the year. year. <laughs> so then it would be a good mother. No, I don't think. No. No. <laughs> no. News story of the year is not necessarily best news. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you're not going to give a bad mom a mom of the year mug. It happens. All the time, Michael. How it about most iconic mom? No, you're putting too many superlatives <laughs> in there. I don't want it to be qualitative. I just want it to be mom of the year. Mom of the year. Mom of the year. Okay. The nominees sure. are. Okay. Michael, you're the closest among us to motherhood. Please read <laughs> the nominees. Okay. Year of the mom presents best mom contenders. 
are donkeys involved in this too? What's that donkeys? No, tab? that was just a okay. note to myself that I should bring up the donkeys. <laughs> so, okay, contenders for Year of the Mom presents Best Mother. <laughs> the first one's so good. Wanda from Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And the mom. DJ from Cha Cha Real Smooth. That's Dakota Johnson. Thank say. you, Limes, yeah. etc. Mom in Petite Maman, a.k.a. Little Mother. Mom in Petite Maman, a.k.a. Little Mother. Okay, yeah, oh, wait. One's young and the other's old. Yeah. Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers. Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. Okay, yes. thank you. Anna de yes. Armas in Deep Water. Is it Rebecca Hall? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're Rebecca Hall in Resurrection. Julia Stiles in Orphan <laughs> First Kill. <laughs> Mom in Barbarian. Everything everywhere all at once. Tar in Tar. tar. I'm trying to get the accent there, right? The, the rising tone. Tear. Tur. Uh, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans. Tilda Swinton being Tilda Swinton's mother in Eternal Daughter. Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Sigourney <laughs> Weaver's mother in Avatar, Way of Water. I cannot Jesus pick out a good Christ. mother in this list. They're all horrible. Um, uh, the mom and petite mama is good. No. Yes. Mom Young and petite my mom's going Both. through some bad stuff. Yeah. She needs some time she away to get over. Because yeah, her mom died. I know that doesn't make her a good mom. She's a good it mom. Makes her a person i know but not a good mom she she's might a be good a good mom. mom but the evidence is not there in this movie that she is she's the a evidence good is mom. there that she makes crepes with her daughter while she's a little girl herself she yes. tries to freak out her daughter and say there's a panther at the foot of the bed even though there isn't but she sees the panther <laughs> okay yeah, the panther's not real but <laughs> it's no there's Mom has some stuff she has to go through, and quite frankly, sure. it's maybe sure. for the best she steps away and leaves little girl with dad so she can sort through it rather than projecting all of it onto yes. her kid. That is that healthy. Is a roundabout that. way of that is seeing healthy. Things, sir. That is healthy. Um, I'll also say that, well, Tilda Swin being Tilda Swin's mother, good mom. That's like Sigourney Weaver, but movie. Sigourney Weaver, the child version's mom, is also Awa. So I don't know. I guess I Awa should be on that saying. list. <laughs> Isn't Awa their god? Yeah. What okay. are you talking about? <laughs> I I. Okay. Bring it down to my level. More right. questions. <laughs> okay. I think it, well, it's unclear through the course of the movie, but I'm pretty sure that Kiri, which is. Sigourney Weaver as teenage girl is like is like Jesus oh. and Sigourney Weaver is like sort of impregnated by Awa. <laughs> uh, I love James Cameron. Is, yeah, it's really good. That's a what different category. This discussion yeah. we're having. I'll just uh, say one more. Yeah. I'll throw out Tar and Tar. Good yeah. mom. She like bullies a little girl uh, on her child's behalf in a really great way. What do you guys think being a good mother is like? <laughs> Emotional abuse, apparently. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't the mother and barbarian then also be a good mother? Yes. She just wants to care for the kids. Yes. For her she wants to be bub bub bub. Yeah, bub 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 bub. 
<laughs> oh my god! I mean, if you want to source, she this gives by, like, her life almost for her for for her youngin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are ruining this category. <laughs> uh, if you sort this by like how much they try, maybe Rebecca Hall. Rebecca Hall, but she's not yeah. a good mother. She sure is trying. She's trying uh, really hard, but it's just not. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Mm. Everything everywhere. All at once. She do be a mom. She, she is a mother. A she, she do be tapping into the multiverse to better understand her daughter. That's part of being a mother. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Carly, let me. Um, this this isn't really uh, relevant, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in parallel mothers, yes, isn't there a part where she's like, "Oh, this isn't my child," and then she just like gives it to somebody else or something? <laughs> well, I mean, huge spoilers for parallel mothers. It's not oh, her I'm child, sorry. so she has to. She has to. I mean, I think it would be like illegal or something not to. Isn't it illegal to just give it to someone else and be like, "It's your child." Well, it is their child. But you can't just give your child that you legally have control over and give it to someone else, can you? She I don't know how it to. works in Europe. I think that's very unethical to... Which is one of my favorite parts of the movie is like, there's just immediately the reality that at some point that's going to have to happen. And then it does. And it sucks, mm. but it does. What is motherhood but knowing when to throw in the cards? Exactly. <laughs> to give your child away to someone else. Uh, yes. Wanda's a horrible mo- well she's she really tries she's trying she's trying oh, sure she's trying yeah Ana de Armas wins the not trying at all yeah the worst mother of the year award. <laughs> she's so funny she's like, she hates up. her kids so much oh my god yeah relatable mm-hmm. Michelle Williams is a horrible mother but she's trying <laughs> Yeah, right. It's coming from an honest place. It's not it like is. she's. It's not like she's trying to be a bad mother. It's just that there's a lot going on in that that sort of father, that that father mother, that that parental dynamic. There's a lot going on there, and it's it's good. You know, she's not perfect, and she's working through it. Like yeah. it's it's not. I think she. Did. I don't come. I don't know. There's really there's really good scenes between her and her son in that yeah. movie. I didn't come away thinking that Michelle Williams's version of Steven Spielberg's mom was a bad person or a bad no. mother. She's uh she's she's kind of life is messy sometimes. Yeah. That's fine. And Motherhood. she's still also trying to nurture her creative son. Yeah. No. After slapping him on the back, you know, really. <laughs> oh, no. Not soft. On swimming test day. Uh, <laughs> you can see. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> She's really good in that movie. Yeah, she is. I love that movie. Anyway, anyway. <clears throat> we'll, we'll get there, Michael. Us sophisticates will talk about the Fablemans later. Right now we're talking <laughs> about Year of the Mom. Uh, so... It can't I be the have... barbarian mom. I'm just going to throw that out there. We can't. We can't do that. It can't it's funny. Be... It's funny. It's funny. It's funny. We can't. She's mommy. I know. 
<laughs> I know. She's like, she willingly almost gives her life for her kid. She does her give her life for her kid, yeah. Kind of? Her, kind of? She launches herself from the tower. Right, but she's still alive. Yeah, but she would have died in in order to save her bubba. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, she also rips off a homeless man's arm and beats him to death with it. Okay, so. you're convincing me. You're convincing me. I'm coming around. Uh, she learned how to breastfeed just to be a good mom. Mm-hmm. And what might I add are the most trying of circumstances for anyone, let alone a mother. <laughs> I suppose so. Locked in a basement, Tucker? Would you learn how to breastfeed while locked in a basement, Tucker? I don't think so. I don't think so. Hmm. Well, Rebecca Hall is like, just stay and play Elder Scrolls online. <laughs> and that's kind of cool, right? She's loco <laughs> for that. Oh, my God. God uh, bless her. What? Wait, yeah, I'm sorry. You're going to have to explain that to me. What? Oh, the Rebecca Hall. <laughs> yeah. That game prominently through all, some of that movie. That's really weird. Yeah. That sounds very familiar. So, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Most realistic mother. Yes, actually. Um, I would say my top contenders are Rebecca Hall and Resurrection. Yes. Tar and Tar. Tar and Tar. And Young Mom and Petite Mama. But young mom's not a mom. But at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Can I can I list my top three? <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. Okay. So Oh my god. My my top three. Um The Mom from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, the old mom in Petite Maman, mm. and a mother in Barbarian. Mm. There's no overlap between your guys' lists. Well, if a mom and Barbarian's not disqualified, I would add her to my list. Well, let's just do mom and Barbarian then. Yeah, that works for me. Okay. <laughs> it just feels we'll, like I don't know. It's like we'll give it to the incest rape baby mother. Yeah, it's kind of on the nose, but whatever. I guess that works. What do yeah. you want to do, Tucker? I don't know. There's these are all horrible mothers. <laughs> I thought not Michelle Sigourney Weaver. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, I thought was a child. Why do you guys she keep is, putting she's children also on mom. this list of mothers? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me. It's, uh, I mean, the true, like, truly, if I had to pick a good mom off this list, it is, well, Julia Stiles in Orphan First Kill would do anything for her awful son. And Tilda Swinton in Eternal Daughter is a really, really beautiful uh, mother figure. Or just mom, I guess. Which mother are we talking about in Doctor Strange and the mom? Because there's multiple mothers. Well, it's because there's a multiverse of mothers. <laughs> a mommyverse. Oh, there are <laughs> multiple moms, aren't there? There's like evil mom. Yeah. There's the evil one who's just misunderstood. And the good yeah. one. Who the, the evil one takes over one. for a little bit. Oh my God, I'm remembering parts of that movie. Parts of that movie were cool though. So, hmm. hmm. Yeah, but like 20 minutes of cool... 
Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of his name right now. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, the guy from The Office. John Krasinski. <laughs> we love John Krasinski. No, uh, all the stuff that were like goofy gothic horror stuff oh, were cool. so good. But that almost has nothing to do with, with mother. With motherhood. Michael, you're absolutely right. And that's why we're going to give it to Mom and Barbarian wins Year of the Mom Award for Year of yes. the Mom, Mom of the Woo! Year, Year of the Mom. Mother. 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 Mother dearest. Mother, I want to do one more category, mother. I want to do best use of Mitski, mother. Oh, this is kind of boring. Okay, we're not going to do that. We're going to do something else. Carly doesn't like that. We're going to do best vehicle. Ooh. What are we doing for best vehicle? No reaction from Carly on that one. Mm -hmm. Hmm? (laughs) Nothing. You want to read them, Michael? Sure. The nominees for Best Vehicle are the 1987 Saab 900 Turbo from Drive My Car, the Batmobile, the 1954 Mercedes-Benz 300 SL from Uncharted, the Grumman F-14 Tomcat from Top Gun, the Ibis Haka gravel bike from Deepwater, the Station Wagon from White Noise, the station wagon <laughs> from the Fablemans and the pink Cadillac from Elvis. Uh, my Elvis drove up in a brand new pink Cadillac. Yeah. I feel like this list is missing things, but I can't really think of what they would be. Hmm. That's why I was kind of hesitant looking at it, or that, that's why I was a little like stuttering a bit, I guess. Well, I guess you guys just don't want to do any of these categories, so... <laughs> no, 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 we can do it. I'm just thinking like... There had to have been other cool vehicles, right? I think Tar drives a good car, but I don't know anything about cars. Oh my god, you're just going to shoehorn Tar into every single category. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. I think uh, there's some nice luxury vehicles in RRR, or might I say car, car, car? If you guys didn't look these up on the car in movie wiki so that you could find out what the name of the car was, then I just don't think you care enough to put it out. Well, the motorbike in Nope is sick. Yes. At the very end. Google. I am on the internet movie cars database Thank as you. we speak. She drives a uh, a Mercedes, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Which? And a Porsche. Mm. Uh, which is the... I don't know. There's like question. four different ones. Yes? Why is there no ambulance from ambulance on this oh, list? Oh, great ambulance. question. It gets spray painted at some point. <laughs> <laughs> you it's a cool it ambulance. This isn't your mom's ambulance. That yeah. was the last category. You guys are yeah. making me hate cars. Stop. I don't know anything about cars. <clears throat> so, well, Owen Wilson my... plays uh, what's his name, Lightning McQueen, and he's he's <laughs> racing. You see. Hi, are you with me? And my picks would be the drive my car car or the bike from Deepwater. The bike in Deepwater. I'm a bike guy. Okay, I just I, I love bikes. The bike in Deepwater is so sexy for a bike. It's just good it? because it's the stupidest part of the movie. <laughs> and it's a good bike. Yeah. It's like midlife crisis as a bike. I mean, that's Ben Affleck is midlife crisis as a man. Snails, bike, Ben. Anadarmus. Sure. 
<laughs> well, tell me more about the bike. Yeah. The Uncharted car is... I can tell you that in a fight, in a one-on-one fight, <laughs> the Grumman F-14 Tomcat would probably beat up. 17 great white sharks dropped from a helicopter. <laughs> um, I'm just saying the, the F-14 Tomcat can probably beat up a gravel bike. <laughs> I would I would certainly hope so. Prison rules. Nope, maybe. the bike won. It was the darndest thing. You should have seen it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my but, answer is probably the Tomcat or the, <laughs> the car from Drive My Car. Yeah, it's probably the Drive My Car car. But... The white noise station wagon is also a boat. Yeah. <laughs> it does I just add, Yeah. I guess preview for next time or the time after, but I added the car escape to the best scene category. Thank you. Oh, we're Which only doing good. one more of these, Carly. Okay. The, uh, <clears throat> I do want to put out that I do want to, for me, I, the, the reason I guess I'm arguing Tomcat is one, I'm a sucker for the, the, yeah, fighter jets kill things, but they look cool argument because they kind of do. Okay. But okay. Um, with respect to sort of the storyline, it's very stupid. But the <laughs> fact that it's it's Tom Cruise's Maverick and Goose's kid stealing the the airplane from the first Top Gun to shoot down super, super modern fifth generation fighters. Right. Really stupid, but kind of fun callback <laughs> to the original movie. And a very much like a full circle kind of thing that I guess works for the the point of the movie. It doesn't actually like practically make sense, but that's okay. That's fine. I like it. I think Drive My Car wins. But Hmm. for me, I almost feel like uncompromising on that. But Hmm. because it is so central to that movie to the point that it's literally in the title. But also, it's just like this this vehicle huh, for uh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> very literally being like this this tie to his deceased wife, and also sort of the play at the center, and also this this uh, uh, mechanism for him meeting with his driver and getting to know and building a connection with the driver, like all of these things. Like it, it's it, it's essential in a way that I think is it seems like at least most of these other ones aren't also it's just really good looking it's such a cute car i'm looking at the pictures again that's adorable that's awesome good car uh, 14 tomcats adorable <laughs> i think so it's got afterburners well even the yeah. drive my car car has afterburners i've got tone what if you could drive the drive my car car but then it would go and you would say yeah. i've got you <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Uh, you can't drive it below the hard deck, Tucker. We moved the hard deck. This uh, is a request to lower the hard deck for the drive my car car. The if going below the hard deck is the is the criteria, then the bike is always below the hard deck, Michael. It's always on the ground, and it's a bike. It's a really nice looking bike. What about the cars in After Yang that like have plants in them or whatever? No, no, the self-driving. No, 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 
No, no, no, no. It's like the opposite of Top Gun, where it's just like, how can we spend the least amount of money on shooting all of these car scenes? Just have them in a tunnel, I guess, and they're not doing anything but being sad and talking to each other. I like how it's you portrayed that as the opposite of Top Gun. (laughs) It's really funny. Top Gun's like, let's make a deal with the military and we'll spend $8 billion on these planes and shoot these planes and it'll be awesome. And we need like four people in the plane and... Yeah, Tom Hanks. We no Tom Cruise. We actually need to have him in the plane. And Tom Hanks. We, we need <laughs> Tom Hanks. He's in the plane. And Colin Farrell's just on a green screen somewhere in a chair, and they're like, "Yep, got it. That's a wrap." <laughs> uh, I don't. No, I don't support that. After Yang cars, I'm sorry. I support the Tomcat. I think that's a cool. I also like the space uh, jet he's in at the beginning. That's a very oh cool yeah the looking. Mach Ten. Yes, first man to go Mach Ten, Tucker. Only <laughs> he in the one over. jet. He went over ten point. He went over. That's right. Uh, all uh, of the planes in Top Gun are awesome looking, and I enjoy watching them fly past each other and such. It's true. I still think the nineteen. I, th- I think the drive my car. Yes, Saab is yes. my favorite. But yes. But it it won the moment that movie came out eight years ago. Yeah, I think I feel like this category was almost made for it. Sure was. It sure was. Carly, any thoughts? No. <laughs> okay. Are you okay with drive my car winning? Yes. Okay. How's good. Batmobile. I don't even remember it. Okay. Cool. What about to Zoe Kravitz's bike? Huh? Doesn't she have a cool motorcycle or something? Nope. I thought she like rode a bus for most of that movie or something. What are you talking Gosh, about? Why isn't that on here? I don't know what we're talking about. The Leave bus? me alone. I'd vote for a bus. Yeah, I buses are efficient and. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Yep. Speaking. Speaking to my my soul there. No, nope, um, drive my car. Sorry, but go okay. on. No, no, we're good. We're good. Um, guys, what a year! What a year! I feel like there's a bunch of movies on this list that didn't get nominated for any categories, and it's fun to see them over here. Glass Onion, Woo. we all saw, and no one nominated it for anything. Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, came very darling. close to I came very close to putting it into actor because I really like uh, I, I really like Benoit Blanc as a as a yeah. caricature. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought Janelle Monae was really good in it. I agree. I don't really care for any of the other ones, but, yeah. but those two. Yeah. But that's a conversation for another time. We're going to take it down to, uh, yeah. <laughs> we got one hour of power ballads, 80s power ballads coming up. But Carly sent us off. Woo. Okay. Thanks, Michael. How are you doing? What power ballads are you doing? Well, we're going to start off with. I feel like I'm doing like Casey Kasem, but with like gravel in his mouth or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What's a good 80s power ballad to play us out on? Uh, let's go with uh, More Than a Feeling. Can we do More Than a Feeling? Let's do More, more Than a Feeling. Than a fe- Is that a power ballad? Kind of. Mm, it's not really, though. I mean, I get where you're coming mm. from, Michael, but it's not. Okay, I'll meet you halfway. How about Amanda? Amanda. Is that also, also Boston? By Boston? Okay, it's also by Boston. I'm not as familiar with that song. What about a uh, foreplay long time? That's not really a power ballad either. I guess Amanda would be. If, That's not it. Really, yeah. All yeah. I wanna do is have some fun. Have some fun. I got uh, a feeling. 
I walked into a bar and saw a man sitting in a corner, and I said to him, hey, and it was smoking a cigarette. This is all I want to do. Why hasn't anybody made like a full-length movie adaptation of All I Want to Do by Sheryl Crow? That sounds wonderful. Starring Tom Waits. And Tom Hanks. <laughs> and Tom Hanks and Tom Cruise. And they're all and in the Sully. <laughs> and they have to try to land a plane together. And Tom Hanks is some weird European amalgamation for some reason. <laughs> and he's like, I was in the terminal. I'll do that again, but worse. And they're like, no, Tom, no. Does that uh, sound good? Yeah. Sure. Okay, well. It's good enough for Disney Plus. It's good enough for me. It's not eligible this year. Thanks, guys. Have a beautiful night and don't fall asleep.